Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this. It is Tom and Doug back here again for Thursday's Bible Reading Podcast. Um, typically, yeah, on Thursdays, it's Thankfulness Thursday. And so, Doug, um, is there something happening happening in your life now or recently or something that you, like, you look at and go, yay, thank you, God, for that? Yes, um, there is. Well, first of all, I got to say I'm thankful for Pam. Honey, I didn't forget you. <laughs> and uh, she's just been, it's like I said, uh, Monday, uh, 39 years. And that's, uh, she hasn't thrown me out yet. So. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So I'm very thankful for that. I'm also, and I'm going to stay in the family theme. I'm also very thankful for my whole family. We uh, we get along really well. Mm. And um, we're all pretty close to around. Mitch and Heather and Chad live a couple miles away each way, and Hillary lives in Grand Rapids or Granville. But we get along really well, mm. and we have tons of fun with family activities and i'm just so blessed because i know there's a lot of families that struggle with that and right. i just i want to say thanks to the lord for that yes oh that is truly a blessing because like you said there are some families where there's a lot of broken relationships and people can hardly talk with each other or be in the same room with each other but lord has blessed you with fun yes. laughter yes and you guys all get along that's yep. very cool it is it's a definite blessing yep. from the lord all right um I feel weird going on to the Kentucky Fried Chicken right now. Oh, yeah, do that too. I know we got to do that too. Um, I probably should have done that first before I did the Thankfulness Thursday. Yeah, but, I'm not uh, very but... thankful for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so to recap for you, Doug, and for our listening audience, your goal was to get seven out of 10. You've had six questions so far. You've only have had two of them correct. So you cannot reach the seven out of okay. 10. You could, if you get the rest of the four right, get six out of 10. So already you're a loser. Yeah, I, I know it. I know it. So. Hey, hopefully if you're playing along at home, uh, you maybe have more than two points. Yeah, I hope but so. Hey, but for Doug's, to give Doug a little credit here, this is total trivia. Like, why would you even know any of these things, I'm right? not good at Jeopardy either. Just no, so you know. okay. <laughs> well, here we go. Here, here, here's a chance to get maybe one of these right, or maybe both. So number seven, a KFC pizza exists. Oh, okay, it's a KFC that. pizza. So which pizza chain teamed up with KFC? Was it Pizza Hut, Pizza Ranch, or Domino's? I'm going to go Pizza Hut. It is Pizza Hut. Yes. So there we go. You guys can't see us, but he has a surprised look on his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> no yes, Pizza Hut and KFC got together, and they. Um, I, I, I'm assuming it's at Pizza Hut where they serve a KFC pizza. Okay. Okay. Well, I knew that one because I've seen the trucks on the road. Oh, okay. Pizza Hut and KFC on the same truck. So you, you had a little connection there. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so number eight. Um, a couple got engaged at a KFC in South Africa, and the fast food chain paid for their ring, wedding, honeymoon. Because they got engaged at a KFC in South Africa, the fast food chain paid for their ring, their wedding, or their honeymoon. Let's go honeymoon. It's actually the wedding. Uh, that was my second I know. Guess. Again, this is just total trivia. Yep. Total trivia. You know, everybody's probably thinking out there, well, of course they're going to do the wedding. That's the food part. But Oh, 
But oh, I didn't I, even think about that. Yeah, so I went the opposite because none of them made sense so far. Okay, <laughs> so you go with that. All right, so you're now three for eight. Oh, so listeners, I don't know where you are if you're beating Doug or doing worse than Doug or equal to Doug, but he is three for eight on his knowledge of Kentucky Fried pullets. Is that like a C in school or below C? Oh, because that's kind of where I was. A three that well, that's below a C. I oh, think higher there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are, heading back into the Torah again, or the Torah, um, and we are at Deuteronomy chapter 31, which is right at the end of, of Deuteronomy, and this is where Joshua is going to succeed Moses, and there's going to be the reading of the law in this chapter, and Israel's rebellion is actually going to be predicted, but Doug and I are just going to focus on the first eight verses, and then verse 23, which is way at the end. So, Doug, why don't you read that for us, and we'll have a little conversation about it. Very good. Here we go. Deuteronomy 31, 1 through 8 and 23. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. I am now 120 years old. I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you and will take possession of their land. Joshua will also cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. And the Lord will do to them what he did to Shihon and Og, the king of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with, along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then, Lo, then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that, he, that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And then verse 23 the Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun, Be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on, on oath, and I myself will be with you. So, Tom, what did you learn or hear from God, or about God in this passage? Yeah. Um, I guess I specifically focused in on verse 6 and verse... Eight, and I wrote down in, in uh, quotation marks here that we have a sticky God, and by sticky, <laughs> I'm thinking okay. like a sticky note. Okay. okay, because it says the Lord your God goes with you. Okay, it's like a sticky note that's stuck to your pants or something. Okay, He will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, and then in verse eight it says the Lord Himself goes before you and He will be with you. And then it repeats, he will never leave you nor forsake you. So I just love that picture of God as he's like stuck to me, right? He's kind of in front of me. He's next to me. He's behind me. He's below me. He's above me. I know in other parts of Scripture it talks about God being above us and, and below us and next to us. And I just love that picture of God um, that Joshua was given, right? The Lord your God will go, be going with you. He will never leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He goes before you, etc. I just love that picture of our God that he's just there all the time. He's sticky. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's just like it's the uh, sticky note. He's, he's yeah, always there. Right. And how about you? I, I'm kind of, I'm going to the same place. I, 
especially verse 23, God will be with us. Um, God wants us to trust him. And uh, I, I kind of, what a little, like God wants us to partner with him. You know, he can do it without us, but he wants us to partner with him. Yes. And he wants to use us. And I like the other part um, in there. He says a couple times, he will go first. Mm. He crosses the Jordan first, and then Aaron, and then the people. Right. So God will go first. So we don't have to be so scared about going first, because God's going to go first. He tells us that. Like he's already working in certain yes. situations before we're there. Yeah, so when we talk about partnering or trusting, he's already he's already got he's already through the door. Right. So, oh, I like that. That's yeah. cool. How about people? What do you learn what do we learn about people in this passage? Uh, I guess because on the, what I was talking about and you were a little bit different on this one, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it as because we're independent, um, we're selfish, we want to do it on our own. But God wants our strength and courage to come from him. He says it to Joshua. He says it to Moses. Be strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. And and then we'll be victorious if we follow him, trust him, and get our strength and courage from him. Right. Oh, I like that. I'd also circled, yeah, verse 6, right? Be strong and courageous. And then it's again in verse 23, right? Be yep. strong and courageous. Um, because that, that's what the Lord encourages us, or that's the, what the Lord asks of us, right? To be those followers that are strong and courageous. And then that next part, do not be afraid or terrified. I was thinking back to Kevin's sermon this past Sunday. By the time this airs, it will be two Sundays okay. ago, where, um, you know, Kevin started that uh, sermon series on the book of First Peter and how we're sort of like foreigners in this land, right? We're sort of like strangers right. in this land, Um and just the fact that we can be strong and that we can be courageous, that we don't have to be afraid of or terrified of, of like our culture, which seems to be becoming more and more <laughs> anti-Christian, exactly. right? More and more of the world, um, that we don't have to be afraid of it. We don't have to be terrified of it. We just need to be, uh, you know, be Jesus to people, right? And to, yeah, to be strong and to be courageous in that culture and just to be Jesus and like to that. live like that's him. A, that's a very good point because yeah. it's hard to be in, like Kevin said, and like we all know, we see around us, it's not that Christian of a country anymore. Right. And we're not the norm. We're, and I don't remember how Kevin put it either, but we are, we're, we're a small percentage. Right. You know, and it's the courage it didn't used to be as hard. Like, you and I are a little older. When we were in school, it wasn't that hard to be outspoken about God. Sure. It still shouldn't be, but it's different because you, every, in the, this world that we live in, um, if you don't agree with their opinion, you're, you're not a nice person. I right. Mean, or you're intolerant. Exactly. That's right. what I was looking for. Correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the strength and courage... I can't actually mean, you know, back when he said it, it was about going to war, throwing spears and knives. Right, right. But for us, yeah, it's not sticks. I mean, it's not sticks and stones. It's words. Right. You know, and just being. And the way you view certain situations, life situations. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so what what do you take from this? I know it's a short passage, you know, just verses 1 through 8 and the verse 23, but 
Is there something that you're kind of clinging to as you read these verses today? Well, I wrote down what we just talked about, okay. but I didn't. I, I wrote down, be strong, be strong and courageous, hmm. and ask and believe that God will be with us. Right. Like ask and believe. And it's like, um, I wasn't quite sure what I meant when I wrote that down. Okay. I left some space there, but you, you nailed it for me. That's oh. what he's talking about. I wow. Think. Be strong and courageous in the life that, in the place we are in this life, right. in, this, in this world. That's it. See, that's what I wrote down. I said, for me, right, it's it's that strength and that courage in our culture today. Yeah. And that's exactly what we've been talking about the last couple of minutes, right? Yes. We need to ask God for that strength, ask him for that courage, believe that he will give us that strength and give us that that courage as we live in this culture that's not very godly anymore. No, it's not. No. No. Where were, they, where were the standouts, not the blended ends? Correct. We're the alien in the foreign land. Yeah, and we should be the standouts, so we should be strong and courageous to be that. Right. Exactly. All right, folks, um, thanks for tuning in on this Thursday. And um, as you go through your day today, or if you only have a little part of your day left, may you also be strong and courageous as you live the life of a follower of Christ in this culture that we live in. All right. All right. See you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.